What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Home with the Cousins. John and I are fresh off the plane from KBiz 2018. It was an amazing event, uh, really, really busy, a lot of great energy in the air, uh, both on the exhibitor side, on the attendee side, a lot of great talks, uh, saw a lot of great friends. What we've got for you this week is the first talk that we gave in the backyard, uh, which was the outdoor setup at KBiz this year. Uh, we were talking all things outdoor kitchens with Coyote Outdoor Living, Cliff Rock, and Shade Tree, uh, three really, really cool brands that are um, that are doing some great stuff in the outdoor kitchen space. And uh, by the end of this podcast, you're going to realize that it is way more economical than you may think to get that dream outdoor kitchen installed at your property uh, so much so that you may be realizing some instant equity once it's done so uh, without further ado here is mine and john's talk um and that's it hope you guys enjoy it as much as we did thanks all right these guys look like they're getting set up we're ready to go uh so the microphones for us we're recording a live podcast with you guys um that we're going to release next week for kind of a post kbiz thing for all the people who weren't fortunate enough to be here um thank you guys all for joining us this is awesome so this is the first of the backyard series for kbiz 2018. hold on is everyone uh, excited yeah there we go john pump them up i gotta get the energy this is i mean we've been waiting for this when he breaks out the fist pump that's when you get nervous (laughs) until then we're okay um so obviously we are outside we're talking about the outdoor kitchen um you know we're known for kitchens we have a blast with them and seeing the outdoor kitchen really come to a level of prominent a level of prominence in the home and seeing more customers want them and request them uh it's really awesome you can have so much fun with them um you know there's there's an element of designing an outdoor kitchen that for certain clients, you know, you're, you're, it's an extension of their inside. You can keep that same interior aesthetic and, and move it outdoors. And then there are clients that want to take more chances. Um, I like to equate it to like designing a restaurant, you know. You don't live in a restaurant, so you can have more of an experience out there. You can take more chances and do kind of more fun stuff. Um, so, you know, we see definitely uh, both of those categories taking place. You know, there are the people that want to go way over the top with that outdoor space. And then there are the people, you know, much like myself where my outdoor space and well, John's as well. I'm, I live in an urban area and John's in a suburban setting, but both of our outdoor spaces are very tightly connected to our homes. Um, especially John's, he's a lot of sight lines. So it was really important for him to, to keep that aesthetic um, moving from one space to the other. Um, maybe you want to just kind of kick off and talk about uh, your kitchen yeah, a little I'm bit talk and about what my you kitchen. did. Yeah, and I, just to end on kind of what you were saying about the outdoor space, I would say definitely. Now, of course, traveling for the shows, we do ton of, we just came from a home show in Utah. One of the biggest questions we get is the outdoor space. I have not, I have never seen anything like it starting from, I think, end of 2016, it really started getting hot. 2017, everywhere we went, everyone said, what do I do in my outdoor space? I want an outdoor kitchen. I love to entertain. I love having friends over. And now getting into 2018, I think this is really where you're going to start seeing people just flood to the market and want to have that entertaining space because it's no longer, hey, I got a couple folding chairs outside and there's this little grill and you know, you're taking hot dogs and put them on a stick like we grew up. Not with this beast. Not, not with this. It's just not like that anymore. And it's a level of luxury 
It's a level of sophistication, design, and really Well, let's not forget about equity, right? And equity. It's a massive piece of equity. Ma- it's a second kitchen. It is a second kitchen. And what does everyone say? Where is the equity inside your home? Kitchen and bathrooms. We all know it. So by having And it's not fun grilling in your bathroom, so let's right. <laughs> you never do that? Right. Just <laughs> seeing if everybody's awake. No worries. <laughs> so by having this addition to your home, and like Anthony said, now if I start talking specifically about my home, I put in huge bifolding doors. So I have these two 10-foot wide openings um, together 20 feet that is pretty much the back that opens out to my backyard. Then I have a thousand square foot patio. So I had this amazing space. First and foremost, if I have that space, I have to utilize it. The only way for me to utilize it was to connect the inside to the outside. And we talk in our show, I don't know how many times we said it, but we should make it a t-shirt. Blur the line between inside and outside. I think that's also a song. Is that a song too? Yeah, maybe. Maybe? You want to sing it for everybody? No. No? Not going to happen. You don't want to get it no. going? Very racy video that one with that song. <laughs> anyway. So that was my goal. My goal was, okay, I love having friends, family over. I need to take everyone from inside and bring them outside. First things first, the bifolding doors did that. Nice, big, wide open area. Now I have this huge thousand square foot bluestone patio. What do I do? So I wanted a long galley kitchen, ton of countertop space, area to entertain. But on top of it, I didn't want to go inside. I wanted to have the grilling power outside. I wanted to have refrigeration. I wanted to have a smoker. I wanted to have all of those elements outside. So I added all that. Everything that you see here, you see the kind of, this is actually the same. Wait, uh, Jim, this is a 36 or 42? That's 36. All right. John has a 42. So I have a 42. He went big. So I went the big boy. It's awesome. <laughs> you, you, could, you could grill easily party of 20 without yeah. blinking an eye or breaking a sweat. Unless you're over the burners, then you're going to sweat. Yeah. But, but again, for me, I like to cook. So I think it's the outside cooking that I really enjoy. I don't want to be inside. I don't want to have to be constantly going inside to outside. So having everything here, it made me actually enjoy my parties it made me enjoy having my friends and family over and the other idea and the other thing that we always talk about is when you're looking at design it's how does it function right that's a huge part inside of a kitchen you could have a kitchen that looks beautiful but if it doesn't function if it doesn't do what you want well then what's the point of it it really doesn't matter when you have any of these elements when you look at what cliff rock is doing here there's no maintenance guys there's nothing to worry about here. I, I don't know about you guys, but I grew up having the grills that would actually rot out on the inside because they, did, they weren't true stainless. Like, look, it's like with granite countertops. When they say it's granite, is it true granite? A lot of times it's not true granite. This is true stainless steel. This is stainless steel throughout the entire unit. And yeah, I mean, until, until I bought one of these for my parents at their beach house, every single year, a Weber would rust right, rust out. right out. Every there was it wasn't even a question. The they'd, salt too. The they'd, salt. They'd put it inside yeah. for the winter, and but the salt air ate it away. We haven't touched or sorry to say this out loud, but we haven't even covered it down the shore. <laughs> My mom cleans it though every summer. I swear, uh, and it, it it's bulletproof. It really is. So a lot of compliments there because it's um, 
it's it's a tough tough uh, appliance. Um, the nice thing though, I I'm, I might have to hit you up for some of these, Jim, because I don't think I have these in the one that I bought. Uh, but these are the uh, what are they called? Flavor briquettes. So, all right, so ceramic flavorizers. So the idea here is that with these, you're spreading the heat wet, much more evenly. Yes. So the burner is underneath it. You can't see that, but you guys can come up afterwards and kind of peek in. Um, so you've got the, the new premium gas burners that are in all the grills. Then you're spreading Stainless your heat. Stainless steel as well. Stainless yeah, steel as for, well. Yeah, top, right top to bottom. Yep. We, you want to beat that one in one more time? Stainless steel as well. Everybody, all together. Everybody, stainless, everybody, stainless, stainless steel as well. All right, yes, there we it. go. Uh, so now we all know. Um, but you know, the, the evenness of the heat is key. You know, it, it sucks when you get that cold spot on the grill and everybody's eating a nice piece of grilled chicken and then one person's got a raw piece. That's the worst. And you look like a real jerk. But uh, but the, the key is here also, if you're spending the money, guys. Like we say, you if you're gonna go for the value, right? You don't want something that's gonna break down over time. We tell our clients when you're designing your kitchen inside, there's areas to save and there's areas that you do wanna splurge because you want it to really last. When you have this, it is going to last forever. That is it, you do not have to worry about it. And that's the key element here. That's something that gives you that value. It gives you the style, it gives yep. you the cooking, but it lasts. And kind of turning back to a little bit more of construction, you know, obviously you've got your, your clients and, and they're going through renovations. Obviously, if they're interested in, in an outdoor space, hopefully they're talking to you about it early on in the process and you're making sure they're getting gas and electric, electrical and conduit out to the yard uh, or up to the roof deck, uh, in my case. Um, but, you know, you also have, I don't, I don't know how many of you are urban designers, but being in... A, a lot of what we do and have done in the past is multi-unit. Um, the electric unit from Coyote is not here. That's inside the booth. In the booth. In okay. the booth. The booth number? 4233. South Hall, forty-two thirty-three. Cool. So South forty-two thirty-three. If you want to check it out, but the electric unit is got a, a max temp of five hundred and fifty degrees. So it's no slouch. You're yeah. still going to be able to use that thing and nobody's going to get arrested. And for those that don't know, no propane in multi uh, unit dwellings. And Have you followed um, that rule. Yes. Always. Absolutely. OK. Just no. Well, sure. once I got caught, I followed Lie. the rule, John. <laughs> Jesus. I was going to say he's totally <laughs> lying. Totally lying. Yes. Once we've I got caught, I followed. It's like in, everybody else. We've lived in the same building, different <laughs> floors. So I know he's lying. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And fortunately now, you know, on, on the last renovation, I, I, I brought natural gas up. Um, and, and while we're talking about gas, the nice thing is they do they do go gas or propane. It's, it's, a, it's the same grill. You just get a conversion kit for it. Um, but in talking about roof decks, um, you know, you, you have a lot of load uh, restraint with you you know, when you're, when you're building. I mean, the, the building we're in, or that I'm in now, was an industrial building. I had my structural engineer check it out. I have a three foot thick roof. I'm okay. Most people don't have a three foot thick concrete roof, right? So, you know, looking at this stuff from Cliff Rock, and we haven't even touched on Shade Tree yet, but anybody who's in the shade is already feeling the benefits of yes. that. I uh, hope you guys aren't too hot out there. Um, but the nice stuff about the Cliff, the nice thing about the Cliff Rock stuff is it's one inch thick and it's fiber mesh concrete. So if anybody's worked with concrete and rebar or fiber mesh concrete, so fiber mesh allows you to do concrete without the rebar and it gives you that additional tensile strength, um, makes it a lot stiffer. That's what you're working with here. And these guys got really, really smart um, with, their, um, with their latest product. So this is 
one of nine configurations that they offer that are standard configurations. And when I say this, I mean the appliances from Coyote, the all the countertops and, and the fascia from Cliffrock, you can get as a turnkey solution. So if clients are looking to not be crazy bothered with trying to figure out an entire outdoor space, I, this is, I would not be upset if this was in my backyard or on my roof. Well, and well, let me round out the point because I was, I was mentioning the one inch thickness of the Cliffrock because of the weight savings. It's super light. So they're ready to assemble product, the nine that we're talking about. It comes on two pallets. You need two people, self-tapping screws, and a screw gun. So you've got, you've got guide rails. You can put, it, it is a true DIY. I would probably give it a five out of 10 on maybe a, a difficulty scale. You'd want to make sure you're not stripping screws and you, know, you, you don't mind doing a little bit of layout, but it's, it's not complicated stuff. So you know, rather than having to, and they don't get me wrong, they do total custom, right? So they have certified contractors, they can pour in molds, they do everything from fire pits to rock waterfalls pizza in your pool, ovens. pizza ovens, the whole nine. But, you know, budget is, is not the, the thing that people are least concerned about. It's probably the thing they're most concerned about. So to have a ready-to-assemble style unit is pretty badass to, and, for, it, and for it to look like this. And we've done so many – so with all the outdoor projects that, that, that we've done, the biggest thing for us is time. How fast can we get it done? With John wants project, his burger, man. I want my burger. I got to eat. I want to eat. I, and I love my hot dogs too. So yes, I, you I do. So – that's so that's one of the biggest things when we're contractors we're constantly saying okay how can we get done this done in a faster time period the fact that these panels come ready to assemble like this i mean you'd never know that this wasn't a real stone i mean it looks exactly i have stacked stone around my house that's four feet all the way around when i tell john you, did it the heavy way when i tell you it took my mason and I'm not even joking about this. I, I wanted, uh, he was a one man, he was a one man band, but it took him three months. I mean, this guy I felt bad for the guy. I, I mean, it really was, it was kind he was out Did you there. help him? And, so you didn't feel that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody that, stop. <laughs> good um, thing we're not recording a podcast. Yeah, good thing we're not recording a podcast. No, but th that's what it's about. If, if I, three, three, four years ago, knew about this system and understood it, I would have definitely changed up because this is the exact, this is what the bottom base of my house looks like. Yeah. And as, as, as we're done, you can, you can, you can take a peek right next to the refrigerator here and you can see the actual thickness of if it's of interest. Yep. I'm a nuts and bolts kind of guy. So I already opened all the doors and went through all the hinges and yeah, but it's, it's, it's fun. And you know, like I was saying before, the weight savings is key when you're in an urban environment, a rooftop environment, anything that's got load limits, um, it's, it's certainly worth considering, especially from a countertop perspective, too, because, you know, stone countertops get real, real heavy, real, real fast. Um, and then the other thing uh, that I wanted to mention from the shade tree perspective for rooftops, all of these shades that you see, um, aside from being the proper UV fabrics and not going to fade and all the, the good stuff so everything keeps looking pretty, um, it's got uh, tearaway for wind shear, which means that if you get enough uplift on this thing, these shades are tearing away so it doesn't rip the structure and or your roof off of the home. So especially for high wind, hurricane prone areas, you know, you can rest assured when you're specking this for a client that it's got all the safety specs that it needs. Um, and the other nice thing 
that I found with this is it's you can completely retrofit it. So if somebody's just doing an outdoor project, this isn't something that needs to go in in the beginning. If somebody's built a wood pergola already, you can add just the center structures, right? The, 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 cro the cross beams and the fabric. If somebody wants a full pergola, you can get it in wood, you can get it in vinyl, you can get it in aluminum. So, you know, you've got everything from your traditional straight through to your, your modern aesthetics. Um, and like I said, you're 100% UV. It's the, most of the fabric is Sombrella. There's a couple other companies that they work with. But, you know, you, you can rest assured that you're not going to have faded ass, torn ass shades in well, uh, think short, about, short th period think of time. Think about how many pergolas that we've done. Thank you for been. laughing. I appreciate that. <laughs> I try. If they're laughing at you, that means that they like you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but how many pergolas have we done out of out, a of, lot. out of a natural wood and over time of course they really start to break down they really get weathered you can see that down the shore for example at, yep. at your parents house which gets it gets beat that's right? the next one i want to replace because we we did that if you remember we did that with all the lattice on yes, top we so all the lattice on top. you get a nice dapple out of it but you don't have full sun protection yep. you know and I, I think that's that's key again when you're looking for the sustainability again you look at a material like a pvc it gives that to you. It's easy to install. You don't have to worry about it. I am someone, I will tell you right now, I tell people all the time, I don't care what room you're working or building inside your kitchen, I don't want to think about it. Once I build it, once I design it, I want it to last. That is the real key. That's the beauty in design and construction today. No longer is it, okay, I make a big investment five to seven years from now, I have to update it. I have to paint it. I have, you know, it's yeah. It's, it's that maintenance. Job. We all we all work hard enough, yes. and when it's time to relax, it's time to relax. Yep. So it's yeah. I, I couldn't agree with you more from from that perspective. You know, I love a lot of natural materials. We use a lot of natural materials, but we use them in areas where they don't need crazy maintenance. Um, so this is definitely nice. Um, so one of the products that's not here from Coyote that I want to talk about um, is the Asado smoker. <laughs> So for anybody who's into smoking or has clients that want to be, um, it's pretty much a one-stop shop for it. You can get it on a cart. You can put it, uh, like John did, inside uh, on a, on a uh, built platform within the kitchen. Um, I did chicken wings on it. Um, fortunately for us, uh, we've become buddies with Rachel Ray over the last couple years, and she was kind enough to email me her honey bourbon chicken wing recipe. Did them flawlessly. It was, if I do it, say it so okay. myself. <laughs> Come on, they no, were good. No, I know. I I will tell you this. Uh, but it was in all seriousness, it was my first time smoking, and I just I followed the videos, figured it out, charcoal the whole nine. It was unbelievable. I I hear a lot of people who have smokers complain about temperature and not being able to maintain it. I thing didn't blink. 150 degrees the whole time. Hour and a half, those wings came off, man. They were freaking fall off the bone ready. Really, really awesome. So um, definitely, definitely talk to Jim about the smoker because it's well, it's, a different it's incredible. It's a different flavor. When, yeah. When we were when we were at at Rachel's house, which I'll tell you, I've never eaten like that ever in my life. I probably never will because it's one thing to be in studio with her and then to see her actually do it real. You're like, whoa, this lady, <laughs> this lady's no joke, and she cooks everything by hand. It was. I put, I put on, what, five pounds that weekend after? Because well, you have to worry about it. <laughs> but it was. But, again, she smoked. She smoked. She did the steaks. We smoked. We did the wings that they smoked. It's a totally different flavor, and it depends on the type of wood and what you're using inside. And it's, like Anthony said, it is 
it is a game changer if you're looking to really step it up. If you're into grilling, you want something that's really going to elevate you. you well, and I think the nice thing too is that it's not just a smoker. You know, it's if for somebody who who needs double duty, who's again is budget conscious, it you can use it as a traditional grill, and it's got a pizza stone kit that yes. comes with it. So you can have a grill, a smoker, and a pizza oven in one asado. I guess you call it the asado cooker, right? Sorry, I'm doing it wrong. Uh, I always getting yelled at. Um, but, you know, for, for the budget conscious, again, you know, you can still create that great outdoor experience. Uh, but this thing is self-sufficient. It rolls on a cart. It's got two, two tables on the side, and, and you're ready to rock and roll. Um, so that um, that's absolutely incredible, in, incredible appliance. Well, I wanted to, you know, just seeing everyone out here, I wanted to know because... We have our podcast, and I am I am one of the people. You like that, right? Yeah, I am. I don't know where you're going yet, but I like. I it. want to see. I want to, We have a good crowd here. I want anyone have a question. I want to, questions about your own outdoor space design, anything you guys. Or some of stuff. the bigger questions you get from homeowners. Some yeah, of the harder things that hear, you run up against. You wanna, yeah, I'm gonna put you. Can you? You want to come? On, come on. Nah, come John, on, John. Just oh, repeat. Just, just repeat the question. It reaches. It reaches. It reaches. About components for your outdoor kitchen what do you suggest as the minimal components to have in there you've got to have a, a grill you got to have a refrigerator what else do you have to have I mean the other thing for me that's a key component is a sink because without cleanup what what is you know we're going for convenience um, my roof deck I only have cold water up there I didn't even plumb hot water up it wasn't a real key I just want to be able to rinse off because being a roof deck, it's above everything else. So carrying dripping trays down a set of stairs into the home, not really what we want to be doing. So just a, a, a sink that's drained, you know, plumbed for a drain um, is, is key to me. Um, and then the nice thing I find really about outdoor kitchens is it's kind of like nothing is absolutely critical it's the way it it's the same questions you'd ask for them for an indoor kitchen how do you use it I mean you, yes a stove is in every kitchen but I know plenty of people that that stove is not considered mission critical you know they order every night of the week but they wanted something that looks nice so we make adjustments you know how do you use it is the ultimate question to me um, and, and and just hanging with these guys, I mean, you can see the quality of the product. And when you guys come up after and start touching and feeling and pulling on things, you know, you'll, you'll understand the quality of the build. Um, so for me, it's, I, I think, really what John said earlier, spending money once. You know, I would rather see somebody build their outdoor kitchen more slowly, but with the right products. So, for example, this grill slides in here. It's great. But if you can't afford to do an outdoor kitchen setup, you can get this grill on a cart. Now, when you're done with the cart, well, yeah, yeah you can see it right over there. there. So to put that cart on eBay or to give it to a friend who's going to then start out or, or a kid who's going to buy another grill and put it on top, you can hand that cart down and then continue building your space. So I, I say, you know, quality is, is, is where you want to be. It's like anything you do in the home. You want to do it once because it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'd agree with you. I, I, would, I was going to say everything that you see here, the only thing is a, a sink. That, that was the only thing I would add. I love the sinks that have even uh, a built-in cutting board on top that you can cut right there. It's well, nice and easy. And, you know, you made a great point. The sink's not here. So just so you're aware, with the Cliff Rock stuff, you cut it with a, with a grinder. Yeah. So, again, going back to that DIY, as long as you have a cutting blade on a 7-inch grinder, you, you can make the hole in the countertop and put the, the, the sink in. One question I have, is anybody from Cliff Rock here? 
Can you do an undermount or does it have to be an overmount sink? You'd want to do overmount, right? You can. Okay, great. So you can do an undermount sink and you're good to go. Um, so that's, you know, that's really nice. And you can see here uh, right next to the grill, this is cut with, with a diamond blade. So it's, it's really, really easy to work with. Yeah, it makes it, it makes it again, if you are a little more sophisticated, you can do it. If you want your contractor, of course, you're your contractor, it makes it a lot easier on them to actually give you that, that product and that customization that you kind of want. Do we have any, anyone else thinking? Here we go. A concern about appliances changing sizes and obviously spending their money on a design and then worrying about a couple of years something changing out or breaking how often does those do the outdoor appliances change sizes well i mean i'll tell you right now i mean Should yeah, okay. so so the question largely was was worried about appliances changing sizes meaning the the uh, the coyote line and them and them breaking down over time right so as long as I've been working with Coyote and as long as I've known Jim, he's added to the line, but he's never taken a size away. So you've got your, you want to do it so I don't screw it up, 28? I don't even know if this is working. You can probably hear me. 28. No, this is for the podcast. Oh, 28, <laughs> 34, 36, um, uh, and 40. a 42. And then we just added a 30-inch as well. So afterwards, you guys can jump and pick up our catalog here, and they have all of our sizes. Everything's listed in there. Um, and you've got the C-series and the S-series, right? So the C-series is your intro series, and the S-series is... Okay, there you go. Yeah, so that... Right, so the S-series is here. You're going to have the infrared in the back, the infrared on this side, and then you're going to have the, the, the briquettes that, that I showed uh, earlier. And I, and I have the 24... I mean, 24-inch fridge, that's standard. That's not going anywhere. That's like your wine fridge inside plenty of room for, for an outdoor fridge that you're working it's, it's a ton of room yeah so, I would say answering your question like uh, product ag agnostic it's kind of the same thing as indoor again you have standard sizes so unless you're doing something hyper hyper custom yeah. I, I wouldn't be worried about the sizing um, yeah yeah and and especially outdoor with stuff breaking down you don't I mean you can always go bigger but it's real tough to go smaller you know we'd be gluing gluing well, stuff back together well I wanted one point that Jim brought up and I know it's new to your line the 30 inch because we've gotten a ton of clients and you do see people wanting higher end and smaller I think it's even going with homes in general and we've built plenty of homes condos especially the Millennials are now saying well look I don't want builder grade anymore I want it high end, I want it to last, but maybe I want it a little smaller and I'm willing to spend that money for that higher end product. So giving a 30 inch that can fit anyone can build a small, you don't have to have a huge space to do a 30 inch and a customization area outside, pretty much anyone can, can yeah. do that in their backyard. Well, and, and of the nine configurations that, that Cliff Rock is doing in the ready to assemble, you know, you've got straight galleys as well. Yeah. So we're obviously looking at an L here, but you know, one, of the of the nine, you've got plenty of galley options and they can be freestanding or as like an island kitchen, or it can be up against the wall. So, you know, this is finished all the way around. Let me get, you, know, and you had a question. Can you talk about the cost difference between this siding product and other natural products? So he was asking uh, about cost. So cost, definitely for when you're looking for your customization, you're gonna wanna talk to the Cliff Rock guys and you're gonna wanna talk to Jim. Josh, what is something like what is something like the, the L go for without appliances just so just so we've got a basis? 
Nine to twelve thousand. All right, so nine to twelve thousand. I'm going to tell you right now. That's with a, with that's appliances. with all with the appliances everything. and assembly is about two to three hours. Okay. Now now I'm going to give not you not with the appliances. Okay. No, but now I'm going to tell you. Everyone's going to fall over when they hear about my, my kitchen. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Don't say the company name. No, I'm not saying the company name. They're beautiful. They're gorgeous. They're stainless steel cabinets. My cabinets for my galley run. How long is the run? I, I, the run is, it was 15 feet. I know because I made it exactly. It was 15 feet. And I have, like I said, I have the 42-inch. I have the, the, the fridge. I have the Asado at the end. Forget any of the appliances. Just, forget the countertops. Forget the countertops. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the cabinets were fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, okay. I did a ten foot run. So, the cabinets were thirty. So. Okay, so this is with appliances, nine to twelve grand. That's a. This is a freaking full, full outdoor kitchen. kitchen? Uh, and it took to, for the install that that took me anywhere, and I did a lot myself because I was just pretty. I was a one man band. I did it actually. I gave up and hired people. <laughs> I, it I was took tired. Me like two weeks to put everything together. This, when you talk about doing it, guys, three hours. Three hours. Well, it's three hours to assemble Cliff Rock, and then you call a plumber, and electrician, have, have them, have day, them hook guys, up the rest of the it. outlets, and you're good to go. I mean, that's literally, that's like our show. We could do a whole show, like, how fast can we start an outdoor party? Well, you know, look, the, the, it it, it's, it, the, the fun part about doing stuff like this is that when we come to KBiz, yeah. you know, yes, we know Jim now. Yes, we know Josh now. But we didn't always. We met them at a, at a show, either this show or a show like it. Yeah. And when you have conversations and products sell themselves because they're that good, that's what's fun to talk about. I don't. I don't want to sell something to somebody that they don't want. When I, in talking about my, my private clients, my, you know, the, the people I do design work for, that sucks. Like, I don't want to push something on them. I want them to have that reaction. Oh, shit, that's awesome, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you can do a full outdoor kitchen for about 10 grand. I that's, can't do I, an indoor kitchen I, for that. I mean, think about, th think about this. The value when you go to sell your home. And someone comes in. Of course, you have your indoor kitchen. This is a showstopper. And then you say, "I have an outdoor kitchen. You spend ten thousand. I will guarantee you, you will double, if not triple, that that investment easily. Because everybody, I mean, as far as what I see right now, everybody always asks, where, "What's going on in the outdoor space?" It's it is by far the hottest question we get. What is well, going on outside? Well, the other thing too is you're going to have a lot more equity in places that have a lot longer lifespan outside. You know, Florida's a 12 month season my grill is under three feet of snow right now you know it's not <laughs> ideal not to say not i haven't done it because right i've posted pictures in my puffy jacket grilling my <laughs> ass off in the winter because i wanted a steak <laughs> hey you gotta do what you gotta you do, gotta do what you it, gotta man. do it doesn't matter that's it the only um, reason it's not in use is because i'm here have, do we have any any other questions anyone wondering anything about their own personal projects Nothing else. Cool. Okay. Um, so just to kind of recap everything, the shade tree stuff, um, really, really great for rooftops. Yeah. Uh, you can retrofit it into anything. I don't think I mentioned earlier, this, the shade tree guys are 100% custom. So you can go on the website and buy a 10 by 10, a 12 by 12, whatever you want. There are standard con configs. But you can also say, these guys have a wacky ass deck and they need this. They will build it for you. Any with not any with material, obviously whatever max the manufacturer is, that's their max. But they can do narrower stuff and plenty of pattern and color options there. Again, wood, vinyl, and aluminum. 
You've got the uplift tearaway on the fabric, so you're safe in hurricane zones and, and, and the like there. Um, Cliff Rock guys, nine different ready-to-assemble configurations, L's and galleys, super lightweight, fiber mesh concrete. The countertops, I didn't mention either, there's, there's a foam core underneath this, so you, the countertops are still only an inch of, of, of the, the Cliff Rock material. So you can pick these up with two people. And uh, we've done a few larger islands in our day. It do, takes about six or seven people to get those. That's why, to your, get back those. Been, that's your, why your back's been broken a couple of times. Yeah, that's why I've had two back surgeries. <laughs> um, and then Coyote, we talked about the, uh, the C-Series, the S-Series. The S-Series has the addition of the, the infrared burners, the, the flavor briquettes, uh, also the LED lights around the, uh, the knobs, which at night look badass. Oh, uh, I want to say one thing, because they're not out here, but Jim, do you have the laser-cut ones inside? Your, the grates? Okay. Yeah. Um, one thing, so normal, of course, grilling. Everyone's kind of seen this. This is, this is what you normally see. So Coyote does these laser-cut stainless steel grates that are specifically made for your meats, fish, and vegetables. No, nothing falling through. Nothing falls through. So if you do, you positive you have them inside or? I'm not sure, but they're definitely in the catalog. Definitely in the catalog. Right, yep. I've seen them in the catalog too. Check them out because if you've never seen it before, it, it really, it totally makes your grilling experience totally different because we've all been there, burgers break apart. They start falling through some of the big gaps. These laser-cut grates, you do not have to worry about it. And they're specifically for your meats, your fish, and your vegetables. It makes it super easy. So I, well, and I you love know, that part. While we're talking about that, too, there's also a griddle option. So you, whether yep. you have the laser cut or you have the standard grate, you can remove one of them. Griddle goes in the side. Uh, bacon on the grill. It's pretty awesome Sunday morning. Um, so <laughs> I would recommend a griddle. Bacon all day. Uh, yeah, bacon and eggs. It's so the, the only difference with that is it's a completely flat surface, like a flat top grill yes. you'd see in a in a diner. Um, you can do eggs on it. You can do bacon on it. Uh, they come out really great. And then it's got a grease trap. So once it's cooled down, slide the grease trap out, and that's not all going down through the great the the components, and you don't have to empty this grease tray, which is which is really nice. Nice and easy cleanup. Um, yeah, it. so we've got C-Series, S-Series, charcoal series, electric, and then you've also got the Asado cooker. So I highly recommend taking catalogs for each of these guys. Like we said, man, when you can do an outdoor kitchen for 9 to 12 grand with appliances, it's it's a pretty great sell to to your clients um, well, and, I, and, and a, a nice equity add to the home. And, and I think the, the last major point that I want to make with the outdoor space of course, if you have the beautiful kitchen, what, what, do we, what do we always see in HGTV? It's a great renovation, but what is the cherry on top? Furniture. Cherry on top. And everything that you guys are sitting in right now, brand new line that Coyote is making for out and outdoor space. And the designer is here. The designer is here. Woo. There she is, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Does it all feel good? Yeah, so, so this is this is the soft launch for the furniture. Uh, you're going to be seeing a lot more. There's a few different lines that she's designed uh, in conjunction with uh, with Jim's team. Um, so yeah, a lot of great things coming from these guys. They they really truly are an, an outdoor living company, not just you know barbecues. Um, so it's nice to have a one stop shop for that. Uh, let's do booth numbers one more time. Where's Josh too? Where'd he go? Uh, Josh, what's your Cliff Rock booth number? Oh, you guys are you're together. all together. Well, so everything is all. So everything okay. is together. So South Hall 4233, whatever they said. Um, yeah, so you can go check out all three of these components together. And all then, right. Carrie, tomorrow, what time are you on? Uh, we're here at 11 and 2. 11? With the whole 
That's right. I know we come at two, but you're at 11. Okay. Prettying up that space. Well, I mean, I well, it's Beautiful. layers. And, and it. like Anthony said, when you have a one-stop shop, look, any show, HGTV, DIY, doesn't, doesn't matter where it is, if you don't have the, the items to fill that outdoor space, well, then it's, it's not complete. So the fact that you get everything, it, it's really great. So yeah. We're going to be hanging here, guys. If you yeah, want to come touch and feel questions, want. pictures, whatever. I meant touch and feel the appliances. <laughs> Just so we're clear. <laughs> That's uh, good. Uh, it is good, Just buddy. so we're clear. Uh, guys, thank you all for thank hanging out Thank you very much, really guys. Appreciate thank it. you. Thanks, guys. Hey guys, real quick before you go, we just want to say thanks for listening to the show this week. And if you have a second, please subscribe on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. And share the show with your friends so we can keep growing this great community. Remember to check out homewiththecousins.com to read our show notes from this episode, see past episodes, download our free renovation document package, or just to send us a note. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Carino Anthony and at Culinary John. Our show is produced and edited by yours truly, with original music intro and outro created by Steve and Joseph Padula. I'm Anthony Carino, and thanks for listening.